This is the TFT Podcast Theory for Turntables. I'm Matt, and that's Ryan. Ryan, I worked too hard to have friends like you anymore. Matt, come on palm trees, come on soft seas, come on vacation, come on SUV. Ooh, baby, my American dream. Ooh, baby, my American dream. Ooh, baby, my American dream. Ooh, baby is a place on earth. No, um, it's punk, not. Punk heaven. Punk heaven is a place on earth. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, because punk heaven is is really a broken down urban uh, dystopia, uh, inhospitable to all forms of life. And that is definitely a place on earth. It's You can find it all over. I'll be very surprised. I mean, you'll get some sort of uh uh some sort of uh, kudos from me and ryan if you got the uh, got the album from uh those quotations of lyrics we're talking about an album by priests uh called nothing feels natural priest is a uh a dc-based punk rock foursome this is their second uh, album their first since 2014 uh and it deals with uh it deals with uh um, living in a uh uh living in a late capitalist dystopia i i think it's not though they have been uh really involved in a lot of protests uh around the current presidential administration and around the inauguration and stuff um these songs were written and the album was recorded you know, before that, uh, uh, before that became a factor. So it's just a, I mean, it's just a general sort of fuck you and not a, not a Trump related fuck you specifically. Uh, it's, it's just a really a, uh, just a late capitalist, um, you know, just a late capitalist kind of, uh, rage that they, that they summon up and blaze across your eardrums on this record. I mean, it is interesting, though, because the album did come out up out, I think, a week either before or of it was, it was practically concurrent with Trump's inauguration. So even though it was conceived and written well before, um, you know, the events of last November, it seemed to be perfectly timed. Right. And, and, it, and it encapsulated with a lot of what a lot of people were feeling. And I think lines up well, you know, we've been spending the last three months, the last quarter in the 1990s. Um, and it, but where we left off at the end of 2016 was, uh, was Run the Jewels three, right? And and so I think that um, this was released released shortly after Run the Jewels three, only two or three weeks after that. Um, and it is interesting because we'll, we'll we'll get caught up um, on some of the albums of like March, but this is already such a such a January twenty seventeen album. <laughs> and I feel like the world. I mean, not that. And obviously, you know, you know, spoiler alert: we're still in late capitalism. <laughs> um, but that I think that. This was for me really the the album and the soundtrack of and for I think a lot of people the soundtrack of of early January and kind of understand and and like Run the Jewels three kind of uh, gave voice and sound to a lot to a mood right um, to a to a hashtag vibe which was <laughs> late capitalist dystopia yeah I mean that's that that is an interesting it's it's impossible to it's impossible to kind of 
of extricate the things. And I guess because like there was also like a very, uh, uh, you know, much uh, uh, talked about DC show the night of the uh, the night of the inauguration, where a lot of people like um, um, Sadie Dupuis and Waxahachie and, and you know a lot of TFT artists like came together to uh, came together to protest. I mean the the other it's there are links I think into. Um, there are links into, uh, uh, like run the jewels and protest music, the uh, contemporary protest music. I think they're also sonically links back to the breeders a little bit. Mm, like I was listening, mm. I mean, I was listening to this and I thought that like, oh, this is some of the kind of like, uh, has aspects of the kind of alienating guitar noise rock of the breeders. Yeah. And also some of the, like some of the sweetness and kind of like deceptive, deceptive sweetness, I yeah. should say, and kind of like. Like deceptively well packaged uh, pop songs, you know, sort of, sort of um, th- uh, two minute punk songs, right? Like that, that, um, because because the record is thirty minutes long, uh, which means that it has four hundred songs on it, and the the <laughs> no, it's not. They're they're mostly normal length. How, how do you how do you really feel? <laughs> I don't think short songs are bad. I mean, in, in fact, it's nice to have not a not a lot of you know masturbatory six minute magnum opuses. So so it's funny. I, I think the thing that the, for me the worst case scenario is an album filled with tons of short songs, right? It's it's every guided by voices album, which um, there's another one out. It's like I think that the it's the cumulatively hundredth release uh, by Robert Pollard, the the frontman of Guided by Voices. So including his side projects, solo work, and Guided by Voices work, the new Guided by Voice uh, Voices album is his one hundredth release, uh, and and they average about twenty five songs per release. So it is like I mean it is just like scrolls upon scrolls and. And so I, I like I, I don't mind a album that has the songs short and it's a, and it's like ten of them right and it's just like um, and and it is it's very it's a very self contained statement because for how short this is right it also contains kind of a lot of variation sonically and texturally um, and and covers a lot of a lot of ground in that. Um, in that short time span, yeah, um, yeah, the 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 variety of different kinds of uh, I was I was listening to this in the office today with my office mate, and I looked up and I was like, wow, not a lot of Latin percussion sections on punk albums these days. <laughs> and uh, in uh, I think in Suck, there definitely is like mm-hmm. a kind of like a kind of like uh, you know samba beat that starts ha- you know that starts happening in the uh, toward in the, l- the latter part of the song so anyway let's let's uh you know take take uh, uh half a walk around the block and listen to nothing feels natural five or six times and um you know uh meet us back here uh, when you've listened to it and we'll be back after this word from our commercial sponsor are you hungry for a burger oh man it's like nothing feels natural and i gotta eat something well, why don't you just eat Burger King? Mm, ooh, tell me more. I'm getting hungry already. Well, it's also not natural, but hey, accept the triumph of the machine. Oh, man, the tasty, tasty machine. Why not wash that down with some chicken nuggets? Oh, my God. I, I, there's, there's food in my neck beard. 
more burger now. Open up. <laughs> I can't. I can't eat anymore. It's too. The capitalist system has produced a surplus of goods. That's right. You're, but you need to be full, full and strong to achieve your dreams. Achieve your dreams, Burger King. <laughs> and we're back. I love that line. The my, the, the, the song, um, the penultimate song, uh, Puff, starts, my best friend says, I want to start a band called Burger King. And I say, do it. Make your dreams a reality. Achieve your dreams, Burger King. <laughs> when, I mean, like, it's not that... Uh unlikely that this becomes an actual commercial right like the burger king li- <laughs> licenses this song for uh for the thing like one of the things you you realize in reading the press coverage of priests is that like they still have like restaurant jobs you know mm-hmm. like like being a band is not uh their primary or even like a particularly substantial source of income uh for them right uh despite the kind of be, being artists of national stature who right. who get reviewed in mainstream publications um and they they uh they talk about this actually in, in like in some of the interviews that like we're we're talked about in the same breath as some some other bands that that kind of rose and and are doing it for a living now and no one really wants to put uh those kinds of kinds of resources behind us and like one of the things you know that that bands do almost behind the scenes um to, in order to uh in order to just make a living is get songs licensed for commercials yeah. or for films and television or stuff. And like, there are so many crappy cable series that like pretty much every band can get a, uh, you know, can get like a sad montage with their like downer slow number. You know what I mean? And that like that, uh, that you, you'd think priests would probably not do that, but like I, it might be, the irony might be too good to, to pass up if the fast food industry comes calling. I mean, or it's the interesting thing is like what what show or product would be the least compromising for which for priests to license to. Right. If if you're priests and like you, you have to you have to you you actually have to make a dollar uh, and, and you're all out of your um, uh, screen printed T-shirts and they have some very awesome screen printed T-shirts with uh, which TFT punk correspondent uh, uh, Rachel D and I each purchased uh, on their recent visit uh, to Boston. But say, you know, all the t-shirts have been bought by me and Rachel, and there's still one more outstanding bill. Um, what what product do you – who do you sell out to as priests that is least, uh, least compromising? Or is the even or, – or is it a binary? And once you have sold out, um, it doesn't matter who – it doesn't matter if you license your song, right? If you, if you license, um, you know, Nothing Feels Natural to Bernie Sanders or, you know, like the – like Bernie Sanders but like, you know – uh, a thousand clicks to the left of Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I mean, that that's interesting. I, I was thinking, like, you know, in some ways, who the worst person would be, or the worst. Uh, I say person because there's a name. The name is the is the name of a brand. Um, well, corporations uh, are people too. <laughs> can, yeah, really, right? Like, you know, who the worst person would be is like Tom Shoes. 
right? Be- uh, <laughs> right. Because, uh, because yeah. of the kind of the, the charade, like I, I feel like part of, yeah. um, part of priest critique of the social order is that like ca- capitalism can't be salvaged. There can't be a kind of ethical capitalism or a, con- or a conscious capitalism, um, that the sort of almost the, the just, it's almost necessary in the system that it reduce, uh, reduce value to a fungible kind of medium of exchange to money. And, uh, like that, 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 that already, w- once you do that, you've already lost, right? Like as a progressive, your, your aims are already compromised, uh, at that. So how much worse than to sort of talk about like a kind of ethical, you know, ethical capitalism to talk about like one for one as though that is going to <laughs> sort of like, uh, alter or, or change, uh, change anything, right? Like, you know, I don't know, one for one just converts everyone else, just a one for one just spreads the disease, you know, for, for every, for, uh, for every one pair of shoes we sell, we will, uh, uh, topple one hierarchical like power structure, <laughs> right? That's like, that's the one for one. It's a structural, structural one for one. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's like, uh, it's like we will, we will, we will undo one, uh, uh, one hierarchy for every one pair of shoes, uh, that, that you purchase. Right. Well, <laughs> We'll we'll smash the patriarchy once by uh, you know by by uh, every time you every time you buy or stream a uh, a priest's album right like sort of st- steal this album. Um, speaking of the album, uh, nothing feels natural. You see what they did there. Go on. <laughs> uh, there's a double meaning in the title, right? Uh, uh, uh-huh. It's like uh, it's it's. But who's, but who's on first? <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Nothing feels natural. Well, then do nothing if that's what feels natural. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so nothing, as in the 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 abstract idea of nothing or nothingness or the lack of thing, right? Uh, feels natural. Um, yeah. Nothingness. Uh, not feels natural or um, there is no thing that exists such that the thing feels natural. Right. Um, so it, it, it depends on whether you have like a positive or, or, or definite uh, positive or negative um, definition of naturalness. And, and there's also like a sort of comment on uh, constructedness and the, and the idea of like the constructedness of our ideas of authenticity because, yeah. uh, nothing feels natural, but no thing feels natural. Right. And in that, in that tension, even the idea of a, even the idea of a kind of substrate of authenticity, um, that undergirds various forms of artist artifice is called into question. Well, and it's right there in the in the lyrics to the song, right? Um, uh, she sings in the first verse. Perhaps I will change into something, swing wildly the other way. If I go without for days, will I finally hallucinate a real thing? Mm-hmm. Right, and just that, right? The the idea of hallucinating a real thing um, is is great, right? It's a it's a great paradox, right? Of um, that, uh, and 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 it's another kind of thing of if you hallucinate a real thing. 
saying, is the hallucination real, right? Um, or are you hallucinating a thing that is real as opposed to hallucinating fake things? Yeah. Right. Um, and, and I mean, it's this idea of almost of going without for days, right? It's kind of, it's a, a kind of, um, like an abject kind of meditation to re- to to achieve, you know, it's a it's a capitalist cleanse, right, <laughs> uh, of some kind, or it's a or is it a self cleanse, right? What what is kind of, um, I mean, I guess this is the idea, right? Is that the one's notions of self are so bound are so con- it's constructions upon constructions upon constructions, right? Like even even the real thing is is a, a hallucination, right? Like even the real right. thing is sort of a product. It's not like I found it's not like if I go without for days, I'll finally find a real thing. I'll stumble across a real thing. I like in my, you know, crawling parched through the desert will come upon, you know, uh, the oasis of the real, right? Like the, the, uh, 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 the, my mind, my mind will produce a real thing, but it's not a real thing because it's being, um, it's being produced by my mind, right? Like, and, and to a certain extent, there's, there's a, um, you know, to to a certain extent, there's kind of a facile nihilism in in or there could be right, like in in this sort of thing. Um, I but what read that like you know nothing's real. Right. I mean, Not say, even, hey hey, say what you will about the tenets of late capitalism. At least it's an ethos. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, but like here and with and, and as with in in a very different way from but uh. But um, in a similar uh, kind of direction as uh, Anony, who we talked about, like it's mm-hmm. it's a sense of uh, almost kind of heartfulness and pain, right? That redeems mm-hmm. it from being a kind of fa- facile nihilism. The idea that that there there is a that this. Um, this system, this social organization, this economic order has uh, inflicted suffering and loss on people and that that is not that, it, you know what I mean? It's, it's sort of not like an art school nihilism. Um, it's not, you know, and like uh, uh, Olympia Washington was not, uh, you know, was not real enough to contain this band. Right. Uh, and, and, and what you're referring to is something that was widely reported ar- around the press coverage at the time of the release, that they tried to record this album in Olympia. And um, right. They went to record school in Olympia yeah, and, right. and, and, and scrapped the record. Right. Uh, and, and and started over the um, yeah, that that in like the analog studio or something like that, which uh, yeah, which is sort of interesting. Right. Like the analog studio uh, doesn't do do is not an oasis of the is not an oasis of the real. I mean, the, the the one thing I wish they had done is gone down to San Francisco and like recorded with John Vanderslice in his like uh, artisanal analog synthesizer cave, where each sound is like painstakingly honed from you know like vintage oscillators and vacuum tubes, uh, and then scrapped that record. Right? Like it would have been you know if if you're gonna scrap a record with a producer, what do you think is the most uh, you know the most apropos uh, record uh, r- recording environment and and producer to to uh, to scrap a record from if you're if you're priests right like it must be uh, like Olympia Washington must be high on the list. Well, I mean, it is. It's an interesting kind of thing that 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 that. 
I guess going, it goes back to Burger King, right? It's that, oh, we don't need to, right? This idea of going to Olympia, Washington and going to an analog studio as somehow being more real, right? And it's like, in some ways, they got suckered into that myth and that marketing pitch, right? Um, the, the, the Portlandia, like, sales pitch, right? And so as much as Portlandia is, um, you know, is satirizing that, it, uh, it is, is also a, you know, a tourist, it, it, it perpetuates those ideas, right? And there is also, there's a great Portlandia sketch about a guy, one of the characters that is like the doofusy recording guy, and he's showing off his home recording studio. And like, I mean, the, the recurring joke is everything was like used to record pet sounds. He's like, oh yeah, this is this is the same mics they use for pet sounds. Um, and, uh, and then I think at the end of the sketch, Jack White shows up as like a magical ghost or something like that. Um, it, it gets real weird. But uh, the point is, is that Right. That, you know, you know, Tom's is still a corporation. Whole Foods is right. That that, that the recording in Olympia uh, and kind of the idea of recording in a natural vintage analog studio in the Pacific Northwest is somehow, you know, more authentic is like believing um, that going to Whole Foods is a better kind of of of, um, you know, capitalist food market purchase. Right. Yeah, and, and, so well, and, and like it may it may or may not be right. Like the, it sort of depends what your standards are. Uh, is the, you know, is the tough thing. And if, if you are a certain kind of absolutist about, about like, uh, all capitalism being bad, uh, being sort of dehumanizing, um, and destroying what is sort of valuable, uh, what is authentically valuable about, well, there's that word, right? Like it's impossible to, to get away from, but like destroying, uh, what is most valuable, uh, then there is no good, you know, then there is no good supermarket, right? No market is truly super, right? Uh, every, every market is, uh, every market is a dehumanization market. Every market is a, uh, uh, every market is a, um, a, a market of despair and despondency and of uh, dehumanization. You know, the only thing that's sold in any market is your soul, your own soul. Well, well, because once there is right once there are things that can be bought and sold then it's 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 the slippery slope of the soul right, right. um that like once you can like once you are selling any kind of private property um there it's there right i mean I, but i think this is this is interesting kind of getting back to some of the original discussions i mean i think it's it is interesting right because they've not right this is not hermit punk right this is not jim scott you know jim scott's happy anarchists who are um fleeing both the um the state and the market um i mean but i guess or 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 is it right i i guess uh, you know they have their own um record label um and are doing as much kind of self-production of things as possible um and so um try to operate in things i mean you know i I don't know it's this interesting thing of what's what's a marxist to do (laughs) right um and and uh and and are there ways you know of you know like like the Marxist Marxists gotta eat, right? Like and and like Marxist bands gotta gotta sell the records, right? And so um you know, and and I'm I'm asking this kind of seriously and I'm not trollingly of like how does one kind of um 
you know, be like avoid the slippery slope. And yeah, right? and by and by the way, right? Like if you're whatever Amanda Palmer or something, and and you like do this like sharing economy sort of powered tour, you're gonna get shit on in in the uh, in the press and and with some justification for. Um, I think Lena Dunham did the same thing, by the way, like for uh, allowing volunteers like to come and and join you on stage, you know, because you should be paying them those people you know and and you should be sort of sharing the the value the value with them and same thing with lena dunham and like some of the people she had like at her book readings doing uh um uh like opening doing readings as as openings so like local people who were doing it for exposure or whatever um like the 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 uh you know you should be you should be doing it so like what you know if they go if they go on their van tour and like you know beg for gas and like sleep on you know the futons in fans basements or something like that like what you know it doesn't there isn't a way um there isn't a way out nothing feels natural well, I, I think, though, I, it's, it's like, you know what it is? Like, in thinking about these other anecdotes of these Kickstarters, it's like there is another part after from each according to their abilities, right? It's like, all right, great. We're, we're like, you are each giving to us according to your abilities. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> right? The, there's a forgetting of the to each according to their needs, right? And and I, I think that that idea of of reciprocity and i think that one way around this is in thinking about this kind of potential reciprocity as being the the what is both from and what is to is kind of moves in outside of things that can be clearly commoditized right so like part of what is both being given or 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 exchanged is like you know that that there are kind of right opportunities given right um and and uh, there are opportunities there are money there are like there are small there is bartering right um and there is there are ways in which there are kinds of um non-market transactions that are constructed um that are thinking about ways of whether it's kind of a communitarian kind of a, a kind of communitarian communism. Right? Sure, it's, um, I mean the the problem is when uh, when one person is paid in exclusively money and the other person is paid like one there's a, there's a privileged group whose uh, whose exchange of value happens at the level of cash and and then a uh, a subordinate group whose exchange of value happens at the level of uh, intangibles, right? Like and uh, and you can't sort of cross you can't sort of cross from uh you can't cross from one to the uh, one to the other i you know i don't know and i say this not to you know i feel like a, a a lot of the maybe it was a little overblown some of the uh uh some of the shit that amanda palmer got for her for her tour because you know i don't know she was pioneering something new and uh, yeah i mean maybe she fucked it up but like that I'm sure she had to, you know, she's hashtag for real. She had to like uh, repair her her uh, her relationship with with her fans. But it's, you know, I don't know. It's an interesting. I mean, it's an interesting thing with priests, right? Because like it, it's an interesting thing with the idea of protest music, um, protest music too. Like by by sort of keeping yourself off of certain kinds of commercial channels, or not kind of sullying yourself with with. Um, you know, uh, uh, 
uh, actually, there's there's a bit in Rules for Radicals about this, about sort of not uh, about playing dirty, right? And uh, uh, Solinsky is, as as you can expect, uh, uh, derisive about people who would refuse to play dirty in the name of like uh, in the name of sticking to uh, honorable process or like uh, you know agreed upon rules of engagement or something like that, right? Like it's you know the the idea that like um, you. Can't can't if you're if you're playing for the the soul of the world you can't sort of uh place your honor above the the like real and um uh real aims of you know real laudable lame aims of doing the of, of you know doing what rolling up your sleeves and doing what what needs to be done and you know i don't know like uh doing a dirty tricks campaign or you know i don't know doing some like protest art or something like that so so, so does that would that if would that tell uh uh, protest bands like priests or bands involved in forms of social protest, right? Because I don't want to say that that's all that they are. Um, there's there's an aesthetic side to to priests as well. That's that's uh, equally important, at least. Um, it, does that mean that they should sully themselves with capitalism or not sully themselves with capitalism? Right? Like, uh, mm. do do you is your protest more effective if you can get it in front of people, even? If it's compromised on in some dimension by the by the means of reproduction that you put it that you put out in in front of them, because this is a you know this is a band that's been very upfront about like uh, if you're if you're against art you're for fascism right like if you right. if you're and like the sort of the power of art to uh, the power of art to sort of combat fascism like what does it uh, do, you know. Uh, do basement shows really combat fascism? Like who, who combats fascism more, right? Like your, your DIY basement show or Bruce Springsteen. I mean, it depends. Is, is Bruce Springsteen organizing a militia? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not saying that the basement show is either. Um, I mean, I think, um, it's an interesting question of, I mean, again, um, the fight against fascism has multiple, has many fronts. Right. (laughs) Um, and, uh, and, and I think that, and, and that one needs to, uh, to, to fight on all of them. Um, I think the the idea of the kind of aesthetic piece is is really interesting because I think it's one of the also bigger changes with this album. Um, and the the first uh, the 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 other priest release that I've heard, um, there is a, the the 2014 album, or I think it was like an EP or a, a longish EP or even shorter album. Um, was like it's like Bodies, Money, and Control. I think it's mm-hmm. called. Um, it w- is um there's a bit less um uh there's there's a bit uh there's there's a bit less kind of texture and variety um right whereas this i think that there is something really interesting it goes back to this lyric uh, on the on the title track um right of uh perhaps i will change into something swing wildly the other way um and i think that while the, the lyrics are kind of personal are about kind of identity um are about self it also kind of is about genre and about like again about punkness as well right about punkness about protestness of that there is something about um you know that there there is something about the contrast of the um you know the the 
the the the songs like the barn burners like pink white house um or the first track um appropriate kind of burn all the brighter when like appropriate breaks down into this kind of free jazz kind of jam right at in the back in the in the in the back third um or when put against the kind of instrumental track or the kind of there's several kind of um dream poppier tracks yeah. right um and and that there's there are these moments of of beauty right and especially like songs like I think nothing feels natural is one of these that could you know, be on, you know, the, you know, the next version of the OC, right. Or it could have been on, on gossip girl. Right. Um, it, it's, it's one of the more licensable songs. Um, uh, yeah. What, what, <laughs> what now? Like Riverdale, right. The Archie show, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Some, you know, yeah. something like that, which is about like a murder in a small town or, or, you know, whatever it's like Veronica Mars meets, uh, meets the OC. Ver- Veronica and, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Veronica, it's like Betty and Veronica Mars. Oh, bam. There's the the joke. Should have had that. Should have had that right away. Yeah. I mean, that's that's uh, I I liked I I didn't hear the interlude as the interlude. I heard the interlude as an as like a um, as an introduction to nothing feels natural. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Like as as sort of belonging to that song rather than being uh, and kind of addressing that song rather than addressing Mm. like the album as a whole. Like Mm. um or or like demarcating a line between like the A side and the B side right sort of of the uh of the album but it was not I mean you know it's strings but it was kind of an electronic kind of strings thing um the dream pop uh aspects also remind me of the breeders a little bit right because that was mm-hmm. you know that was definitely a vibe that that the the uh breeders album had in um I don't know in like driving on nine or in some of the uh, uh, some of the kind of the the more down tempo down tempo numbers. There was like a lot of there was a lot of uh, atmosphere and that 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 like that you know is true here as well. There's a lot of sort of at, very interesting atmosphere and not just not just drive 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 drive. You know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I think that that is very. I think that that's important. And I mean, I think it's, I mean, it is this interesting thing of, and going back to these ways of kind of, of protesting while engaging, right. That on the one hand, right. And and I think that kind of engaging with um, like the music publicity machine is, I think it'll be an interesting thing to watch. Right. And, um, and there are, you know, I, I think that there are a, like looking back to the '90s and the time, you know, the, the to the '90s, um, and it'll be interesting to see. There's a lot of different pathways laid out for bands that were political, were underground, were DIY, and you know, one is you know that there's the you know in an extreme case there is kind of hole, right? I think that we talked about last week, which kind of started in a very noise rock space um, and then kind of became multi platinum um, and playing playing Madison Square Garden, playing headlining or close to headlining Lollapalooza, um, and uh, right, it, right, the year that uh, the big Lollapalooza year, uh, I think it was '95. Was was Sonic Youth were the headliners, um, and Hole was opening for them, which created a lot of problems. <laughs> um, right, um, and and I think Sonic Youth is another model, right, where they're they kind of um, became huge, became Lollapalooza headlining, and yet never really. 
like for whatever reason were not perceived to be compromised um and then on like another end of this kind of continuum and it's it's kind of a a false continuum but i think about uh, of, of kind of um some of priest's earliest kind of like forebears or mentors um, uh, are the the DC scene and specifically um, the the older DC scene around Discord Records um, and uh, Ian Mackay, uh, first of Minor Threat um, and then of of Fugazi, right? And was has been kind of stalwarts of you know of of kind of this very much the DIY ethos and kind of you know building something that is subsistence right it, it, it really kind of making a living uh, making a living and nothing more right the extraordinary task of 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 just making a living yeah making <laughs> yeah it's hard not to overshoot sometimes right <laughs> right and, right it's 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 a real like it's that's a landing is maybe the most difficult landing to uh to like stick um it's weirdly easier to either like basically starve or become a billionaire <laughs> to have exactly the right amount. Um, yeah. I mean, the, it, like the idea of, of whole and sonic youth being a, a tough, uh, tough thing because of personalities and kind of bad behavior and things like this, the, 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 the it's funny, like DIY indie scenes can't tolerate that sort of thing, right? Like at, at least at the organizational level, uh, because resources are too scarce. And, and, and when you think of, I mean, sure in the shows, there's all kinds of, uh, you know, all kinds of destructiveness, all kinds of like performed, um, difficulty, uh, performed, uh, antisociality, but, but, um, when you're putting together the show, right? Like the, you can't, you can't trash the basement. You'll run out of basements. You know, you can't trash the, like there, there has to be a social contract and there, there, there aren't enough resources to hire people to do things. So there has to be a kind of like uh, a mutually beneficial kind of collaboration. Um, there has to be kind of a win-win, uh, and, and, like so in that like in that respect like rocks you know as as aggressive um as challenging and confrontational as it is within kind of the bounds of the art the the means of production have to be um uh you know very uh very focused on collaboration you know what i mm-hmm. mean well and and i think that that's and I think that as a result, one of the things the songs are about are kind of like challenging things that 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 um, that are a threat to that mode of production. Right. And I'm thinking about JJ. Um, and also, I think the last song suck as well. Um, but JJ right, is about, um, you know, someone who the, the you know, is being addressed by the singer. Right. And it's, when I when I met you, you were just a bad attitude. Um, right. And later on, uh, it says, I can't believe I always had such awful taste. You were just a rich kid, low life in a very big jacket in a very big way. The most interesting thing about you was that you smoked parliaments the babyest cigarettes right um and and then she says i thought i was a cowboy because i smoked reds um later on uh all the jock frat boys called you a hipster fag and i think you liked it i think you loved it uh, i think i loved i love i think you loved it i wrote a bunch of songs for you um but you never knew and you never deserved them um whoever deserves anything anyway what a stupid concept 
Yeah, if if you're an interloper in the scene, you know, it's not going to go well for you. Well, and it's it's an interesting kind of thing because like scene policing, I mean, thinking about kind of scene policing is also something that's very it's 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 a very interesting thing because that has something that is also borders on a potentially like uh, conservative tendency, right? It's like, like I mean, it's like build that wall between my basement and your basement, right? Um, and 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 this is something that we've talked a lot about, right? Of um, like we are uh, inclusive to all things except in uh, a a any act, uh, activity that is against inclusiveness, right? Um, but it's it is this kind of thing where. It's it's it, this is a little different from that because this is not speaking on beha- behalf of the scene. It's 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 like hey these these things like you are being like I like I gave you a shot like l- leave alone the we that gave you a shot I gave you a shot uh-huh. um, and uh, and and you're and you also are uh, like like are you really different from the jock frat boys right like because you think you deserve things right and if you think you deserve things you deserve nothing yeah <laughs> because no, nobody deserves nothing well right, right. yeah they, i mean it i i would love to know what the transgression was that uh uh that right that sort of uh made jj uh go from being like a boyfriend to uh uh, uh b- being a boyfriend to being a being a pariah right um yeah, the, well, is it is, is it there? It might be in the song, right? It's I mean it, it, beyond the like, the specific, but uh, it's the refrain that I maybe didn't say or maybe I did, but it's you thought I was. Disgusting. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's what. Uh, right, right. That yeah, that's that's what it is. Like by the way, good taste, another luxury good, right? Bad behavior, right. luxury good, good taste, yeah. a luxury good, you know, and that that um, yeah. You know, the sort of the the observance, the observance of sort of bourgeois social norms uh, like a luxury good and and sort of a form of a form of oppression. I mean, you sort of you you uh, skipped over it a little bit like I uh, the the kind of facile contradiction that I'm always happy to point out, which is that like my my pluralistic collective uh, can um, uh, can accept everybody except for the people who don't uh, who don't. You know, agree with the principles of my pluralistic collective, um, but that there's there is a sort of fascism in that, right? Like there 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 is a sort of uh, there there is a substrate of uh, of uh, political power that has to be exerted before the pluralistic collective can be um, you know can be sort of sort of erected. And this is like this is sort of something that we've talked about with the. Idea of sort of bound jams, or with the idea mm-hmm. of sort of of the punk circle, right? You yeah. have to sort of you have to sort of draw, and and in the case of of like the the classic era of punk in the seventies, it, it was producers, right? And and to a certain extent, record labels drawing a circle around um, the bad behavior or around yeah. the sort of punk things, and and allowing allowing that uh, to happen. Here, it's the circle is drawn by the community, right? And it's sort of maintained and policed that that like border is maintained and policed by by the the 
um, by the community, and it's not it's not unlike a sort of national border, except it's a border between real and pretend. You sort of step into the circle uh, and and can be antisocial, and then you step out of the circle and you have to become uh, again a sort of guardian of the uh, a guardian of that that sort of boundary that that maintains uh, the the space for for punk and the space for protest. Um, yeah, because, because otherwise well, and, and, it doesn't. Uh, other, there's too much collective action that's needed uh, in order to establish it, and and otherwise it would just evaporate. Well, and I think that, it, and it is interesting that it becomes embedded in personal relationships, and, right. and that there's a chance to change, right? That there is a. I wrote a bunch of songs for you, right? Um, but you never know, knew, and I think that, like, I, I think that the line "but you never knew" um, is is really interesting because it's like, um, yeah, it's if like, you'd been if you'd been with it, you'd have known that I had exactly. written these songs for you, right? It's right? not just that I never told you, right? Um, it's that it's like if. If you didn't know, if you don't know now, then you never could have known, right? Um, uh, you were not open to knowing, um, and and that and that is kind of the the meta transgression, right? But it's, there's giving that chance by writing the song because I think also I wrote a bunch of songs for you is an amazing shorthand for a tremendous kind of vulnerability, right? Right, right? And openness, right? Like like I wrote a bunch of songs for you, um, and 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 the 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 but you never know is that like you know the the head you couldn't hear the songs um uh with your head all the way up your butt right um and then uh and 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 that's a feat because the the songs are typically quite loud Uh, (laughs) yeah right delivered at ear splitting volume without yeah exactly without a lot of like dynamic range um talking i'll I'll just i'll just say i mean the if if and i i alluded to this but if you can see priests live go see them live because it is it is an interesting thing where i mean this is one where what they do with the guitar noise is is just splendid Uh, if if you like that uh if you either like guitar noise or like um you know uh uh impressive feats things that are <laughs> you know things that that are are overwhelming physically and and sensorily yeah uh, uh, if you like the, the if you like things senses. if you like things that are awesome in that they inspire awe yeah and it really does i mean it really all comes together right it's a a um and and it's it's really just uh, uh very exciting in the way that all of the pieces of the band come together what, and it's just what it's venue? this amazing like punk punk voltron right what, what venue a, did they play in in boston um they played a club called uh uh great scott which is the like it's it's the um it's the Austin house that no one lives in yeah. <laughs> because it's a, a club it's like it is like the just on the the side of like club um and it's I mean it's a a and uh it's just on the on the club side of the line of um of 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 the DIY house right so it's 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 where it's like around the corner like short walking distance from a lot of um, Boston's DIY um, house and basement venues um and where those bands um kind of graduate up to once kind of graduate out of the house scene right so it's the it's like it's like the i don't know it's like the triple a baseball of um of diy diy of boston diy indie uh which one is like the so it's the 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 pawtucket red Red sox of uh 
I'm sure. Please, uh, all all diehard Red Red Sox and or minor league baseball fans uh, on this uh, on this. Please, well, actually, me if I got uh, the Red Sox's AAA baseball team wrong. <laughs> um, t- uh, turning to suck, which is another song about kind of mediating uh, uh, mediating an interpersonal relationship. Like the the line between the personal and the political is kind of established, or the kind of the personal and the and the social is established very very early on. The first line. Is why do I always have to be the police to get you to shut up when I speak? Uh, always want someone to call the cops, but uh, I can tell you myself that you just suck, right? Uh, uh, please don't make me be. Please don't make me be someone with no sympathy. Someone with no sympathy, and I feel. I feel like in that in that line, like please don't make me. You know. Uh, please don't make me be something. Please don't make me do something. Like, is a lot of that balance, that kind of push me, pull you dynamic that's being, uh, that's being uh, talked about, right? Like, you, you have the power to make me do something. I have the power to appeal to you not to, uh, not to make me do something. And that, that, like, these sort of, um, that the kind of the negotiation of, of these lines and sort of what we ask, uh, what we ask of each other and the kind of the the quasi political dimension of that with the police um, is a uh, uh, you know is a is another take on the on what we were just sort of unfolding with JJ. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that it also kind of connects back to what we were talking about with nothing feels natural because it's the way that it's sung and written. Right? It's please don't make me be like pause. Right? And and there is before it kind of please don't make me be pause someone with no sympathy right and there's a few things there right so there's just the please don't make me be at all right and and that's the kind of the flip side of the nothing or nothingness feeling natural um and that i what's this right right it's like please don't make me be (laughs) because because nothing feels natural you know like don't 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 cause me to exist it is not existence but in fact nothingness that feels natural exactly right and being is being someone with no sympathy right like if you are you 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 are i i i uh like i uh, i i i am therefore i have no sympathy right. <laughs> right um uh and it also is this you know um right and it's kind of going uh, uh you know going back to that line why do i always have to be the police when i speak um that 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 idea or why do i always have to be the police to get you to shut up when i speak right and th- and this idea of well all right. If I am going to be at all, then I have to. I have to. I have to be the one. Right? I mean, it's a flip side of this. It's like you were saying. It's that in having to take that action of like both say the thing that you're trying to say, and then also like have this effort of like getting like shat upon, right? And, like and, and and at that point, it's like, uh, why do I even have to be? Because like as soon as I like start being, I have to like start policing, right? I have to start policing language and calling out, and and it's 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 like fuck this, like a little bit. Um, it's in oh, what's the other one? It's in it's in No Big Bang too, right? Um, 
And uh, that's a, a great, right? The, the, the kind of spoken word. Yeah, the kind of, uh, right, this sort of poem or sort of philosophical discourse. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I once had a conversation with someone. He talked to me of those twilight hours, those times when your mind is on fire, those times when you can't sleep because the creative and analytical possibilities before you are endless. He said those are the times he wants to write. I understood him, but I was also flabbergasted. I couldn't comprehend his unabashed enthusiasm. It was as if he didn't know the other side of that, the other side I find to be so intrinsically attached to those moments when your mind becomes a rocket. Yeah. Um, and oof, yeah. Uh, well, and what what is the what is the other side right like uh and then then the the refrain like no words no big bang no big bang no big bang no big bang six seven eight right like the the um the uh the, i guess we're just going to read this whole song into the record so yeah, the, se- yeah, yeah. the second yeah, verse yeah, is, go go for it go you, it's I, your <laughs> i get the exhilaration but when you look down and see the sheer stupidity of the roller coaster just staring you in the face as blank and inescapable as the slab of concrete below just waiting to catch you to crush you, your falling body, your skull. All of a sudden, all the science and evolution and progress. I mean, sure, it looks good from a distance, but when you're really inside of it, you realize it's fucking terrifying. The the inexorable pull of progress when your mind keeps running along the same narrow tract of logic for what feels like forever, and the developments are horrible and gruesome and haunting, and your mind won't stop, and they're there, and you can't unsee them. How can one not be scared of that? Right. No it's crash. yeah. No big bang. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> uh, so, so like the, th- the thing is, this is the other side of the kind of the moment, the moments yeah. of, of, uh, sort of exalted of exaltation, right. Is, is the kind of the, the, the crash, the sort of what come, what goes up, uh, must come down or the sort of the crash after the, um, the crash after the high. And what's sort of being talked about here is a, is a, a, a sort of non, like, is a sort of a, a mode of creativity or a mode of kind of mental activity, a mode of being that is not just, just a kind of like a downward spiral or a kind of circling the drain, um, in terms of like, uh, uh, in terms of exaltation and destitution, exaltation and destitution, exaltation and, and, uh, and destitution. It's, it's akin to the kind of, if you sort of think of the if you allegorize the um the the me and the you in please don't make me be please don't make me be someone with no sympathy like it it's about sort of not um not making unreasonable demands right like the the mm-hmm. there's a line in in suck which is like i got your back but not your not your mistakes or something like that or i got your back but not your fuck uh uh god i have to click over to see the lyrics i got your back but not your wrongs right yeah. um you know and the the idea that like there is a uh um th- there is a um an okay and a not okay sort of an acceptable and an unacceptable uh, sets of demands that you yep. can that you can make on me, my patience, my forbearance, my uh, uh, having your back, right? And th- this is sort of not. This is about kind of not going there. This sort of thing is sort of not going there uh, a, a little bit. Anyway, so so uh, bring us home uh, with the lyrics here. 
Yeah, sure. So, oh, I know those times, those times when your mind is a rocket propelling you through space so fast, but it can flip all at once. Suddenly, I realize the rocket is just a prison, a small contained space with no real food, no companionship, no time passing, no gravity, just the weight of my own insignificance, my foolishness, and my hubris thrust into the glaring light that is the sun, but much, much closer than it was before. And all I want to do is die, not so much die as be undone, to go back and undo it all, make all of me as if it never happened in the first place. Yeah. No birth. No big bang. No big bang. No big bang. No mm. big bang. And it's and it, it's, it connects right through to the through, through line on nothing feels natural. Um, and on um, please don't make me be right. Um, that uh, I, right. That all I want to do is die. Not so much die as be undone. Yeah. Right. Um, and man, I mean, there is so also something there, and, and I've been thinking this has been in the back of my mind as we were talking about this. And I really, I mean, it's it's uh, in, in a sublime moment of uh, irony in that uh, in our talking about kind of you know capitalism and 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 ethics and how you you do this. You know, this this now is actually making me think a lot about the overthinking a book club of 1984, <laughs> uh, which you can get access to if you join overthinking it as a uh, as a member at the uh, at the well actually or full Harvey level levels. Uh, and we'll be releasing four episodes over the course of the month of April. Uh, episode one is live now, right? But this idea of not so much die as be undone is very much this idea of being undone is very much in this language of 1984 um, of of becoming an unperson, right? Um, and being vaporized, um, and you know to go back and undo it all. And I think that there is this this interesting idea of that. And again, it's not. It's like. You don't even – and I think that part of what's being uh, um, kind of portrayed here is – right, and, and the seed of this was you know, a, a, a person who says, man, oh, I love these kind of manic bursts, right? Uh, I get so creative. I get so productive. And the journey on this song is like um, – is, is like, oh, no, like, um, like I'm going to be judged and crushed and, and torn apart by this, um, right? And that, yeah – my brain is this is fuel, but there's there's a solitude in that, right? And that um, right uh, right it's there in that third verse as well. Suddenly, I realize the rocket is just a prison. Right? Yeah. There's um, a, there's not only a, a solitude, but a sort of confinement, like an enforced uh, an enforced yeah. an enforced solitude. And that the the like the the exaltation of the kind of the manic bursts um, are actually isolating, like actually isolate yes. you from other people rather than rather than kind of put you in in relationship. Of, of mutuality and, and reciprocity, the sort of exactly. re- relationships where you would write a lot of songs for one another. Well, exactly. And so that's and, – and so the, it's this idea of if you have to be – if I'm just alone with my manic, self-reliant thoughts, I might as well be getting vaporized – might as well not exist um, and in a way that kind of like kind of evokes at least implicitly like the kind of vaporization that happens at the result – as a result of a fascist mazi- regime. Right. right. Yeah. And that – well, that's – yeah. I mean and that's uh, – it's because it's – it would be easy to misread that, right? Like it would be easy to say that that's a ridiculous claim but it's not uh it's not saying that that like nothingness is the preferred state it's saying that that right. nothingness is uh is preferable to a kind of enforced isolation 
right? Right. And that's right, the right, right. that's the trade off. Those are the two things that are being compared. Not it's not like uh, uh, you know, oh man, you know, we should just all be lonely and in in um, in our bubble. And there, there's a little bit of, no, because if that were the thing, this song wouldn't exist and we wouldn't be talking about it, right? right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's better uh, it's better on on the outside of our bubble, but only so long as you don't have to be the police. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, let's, uh, leave it there. Let's leave, uh, nothing feels natural. God, it felt, uh, it felt pretty natural to talk about nothing feels natural. Didn't it, Ryan? It's, I mean, we're back, you know, I mean, it, I mean, we've never really left, but we are, we are in, uh, oh boy, are we in 2017? <laughs> um, and, uh, and we'll be here for the next, uh, next quarter, the next three months. And it will, it will be ever more so 2017 <laughs> with every passing week. Yeah. It only, right. Like the year only becomes more, uh, the year that it is, uh, yeah. as every, as, as every second in this, uh, late capitalist regime takes by. So, Hey, uh, let's do some corporate sponsorship uh plugs you know put your investment and time into the twitter platform by following us there at (laughs) tft podcast uh put the best years of your life your investment your time get your uh, get like mine whenever i open a new tab my 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 fingers just unbidden type the word facebook uh out of muscle memory out of the weird uh you know the weird sort of bf skinner type conditioning of uh of you know of intermittent reward sometimes sometimes uh uh paralyzing shock and sometimes a little cocaine pellet uh we're we're theory for turntables on uh on facebook remember to like and subscribe remember to like and subscribe remember to like and keep it real